back to the Kealakai, the podcast. Um, this week we've got um, me, Amanda, I'm hosting, here with Ellie. Hello. And we've got um, Kaimi Harito here with us. We'll have Hello, him introduce everybody. himself. Hey, everybody. Hey, aloha. Uh, my name is Kaimi. I am a student here at BYU Hawaii. It's my last semester, graduating in December in Hawaiian Studies major. Um, yep, I'm the owner of the High Fade Barbershop in Laie Shopping Center. Yeah, awesome. So that's actually what we wanted to first start out with, asking you about how you transitioned. Because we know you were Kaimi Cuts and Haula at first, and then you just recently opened High Fade Barbershop in the Laie Shopping Center. So can you tell us a little bit about where that transition, like why that happened and how it, how it happened, how that was? Definitely, yeah. So when I first opened my shop in Haula, um, Kaimi Cuts, yeah, that was the original name. I, well, it was a struggle just to even find a place to open here on this side of the island because there's not really any commercial property around. And it was kind of by chance, by miracle chance, that I was able mm-hmm. to get that spot in Haula. It was mm-hmm. a nice little 10 by 10 shack right right in, uh, right across from, or right close by to the 7-Eleven. And, uh, yeah, that was a really good spot. We had a lot of good times there. We we made that shot that shack really nice on the inside. Like if you went inside, you wouldn't expect you know what to see. Like you wouldn't <laughs> expect it to be as nice as it was. Right. So we opened that, and uh, it was great, running smooth. And I I had the thought one day to call the shopping center because there was like an old like basically like an old person salon in there in the shopping <laughs> center. It was called the haircut store, and I just felt like calling them one day just to see like how long they would be around and because i knew they were old I, I knew they probably wouldn't be around forever i called them basically it turns out they didn't want to sign the lease again they were planning to close anyway so wow. i said oh okay then how do i sign the lease and they, <laughs> oh yeah just, uh, go talk to hri so i negotiated with hri to um sign a lease with them and to uh yeah secure that spot over there and then me and my wife we just renovated the whole place uh, we kept the name Kaimi Cuts for a few months, um, actually almost for a year, and we cut there. And then at the beginning of this year, we changed the name to the High Fade Barbershop just for marketing reasons and just because I liked, I liked, I wanted something more classy and more professional. Mm-hmm. So the High Fade is kind of what what I came up with because High like you know H I like Hawaii and then you know Fade like the haircut. Um, but yeah. That's that's a little bit about the transition. Wow, that's like nothing short of a miracle that you found. Oh yeah. That spot. Oh yeah, we got way lucky. Way lucky. A lot of prayers were said <laughs> and then they were answered. So, I'm curious, is the shopping center and up from a shack cuz that shack sounded pretty cool. <laughs> to, to be honest, there is definitely uh good and bad. So, the shopping center, I think for the most part it's it's an upgrade and it's good because we're in a more more high traffic area mm-hmm. and we're also in a bigger place, right? A lot bigger now. We have five chairs at this shop whereas at the shack we only had two. And so definitely it's an upgrade in that sense, but it's very expensive. (laughs) The the shopping center is a very expensive um, place to do business, uh, to rent from, which is understandable because it's the only shopping center like on this side of the island. So, you know, it's going to have the most high traffic out of anywhere else on this side of the island. So that's why their rents and their rates are higher. Yeah. So the shack was really cheap, super cheap, dirt cheap. 
um, and I had a really nice deal with the the landlord over there. But um, yeah, this moving to a bigger location like this was definitely the right move just for forward progression in the long run. Mm-hmm. Better move. Uh, but yeah, um, that's why sometimes people ask like, oh, why are the haircuts so expensive? And I was like, trust me, you don't want to see what I'm paying for the rent here. <laughs> yeah, you're paying for the facility. Yeah, I'm paying for, you're paying for the location, yeah. And yeah. for the quality, too. Yeah, yeah, and for the quality, yeah. of course, of oh, course, yeah. of course. Oh, yeah. No, and, and don't get me wrong, I don't want HRI to be like, why is he bad-mouthing us? No, HRI is great, and they charge a very fair and reasonable price, but that's how it goes. When, when you're renting at any shopping center, no matter where you are on the island, shopping centers are generally more expensive mm-hmm. to rent, right, to run business at. But, yeah. So what made you want to expand business? Life is about moving forward. Right. You gotta move forward. You gotta expand. Uh, sh- I want more money. That's why. <laughs> Simple as that. Nah, nah, nah. No, no, no. Because I, I, I opened a barbershop because I wanted it to be a nice place for the community to come and to you know hang out, talk story, get their haircut, catch up, and just, just I want it to be kind of like a community center, like a, a staple in the community, right? Mm-hmm. Like a cornerstone of the community. So, opening up in the shopping center allowed more access to more community members as well Mm -hmm. as students too to come and uh come and have a good experience and how have you experienced that like have you created that little corner that you wanted yeah it's it's coming together right now we're doing some renovations to make it a lot nicer in there but right now as it is like yeah it's it's really coming together like uh, we have a lot of support from the community um, we, we have a lot of good, good people coming in and good times. Um, yeah, it's, it's really becoming kind of like a center of the community. I think, in my opinion, it's becoming one of the places where, where people come just to, just to hang out, to get their hair cut too, and to have a, a nice service experience, but also just to see, see each other and to catch up. And so um, I like it. I really like the, the vibe that, that we're creating in there. Yeah, every time I walk by, there's always so many people in there, and it always just looks so fun and cool and so hip. Yeah, something something that we talked about earlier was that it's a little bit intimidating coming by. Oh, yeah. You're like, ooh, we have to be real cool to go in there. Only the cool. No, no, no. You don't have to be cool. Once, once you come in, you'll walk out being cool. Okay? So okay. Come in as you are, and when you, you walk out, cool. you'll you'll become cool. It's like one of those 80s transitions from, like, the, the nerdy person to the cool person. <laughs> librarian takes out her head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, so your senior year graduating this this semester, right? Yes. Uh, tell us a little bit about your transition from school to like real adulthood. How does it feel? How is it going to be? No, yeah. Well, so balancing my school life and my business life has definitely been hard at times, but it's doable, you know, like I guess you have to have, like, a hustle mindset. If you have a hustle mindset, you can do anything, yeah? Like, if you have the right mindset, you can accomplish anything. And that's kind of how I've just been able to balance it. I just pray a lot, and I try to stay humble, and I just keep my head down and work really hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's been cool seeing uh, seeing the, the growth, seeing where that's taken me. And... Um, yeah, so I, I started that shack, and I was full-time in school, and I've never not been full-time. I've always taken full-time classes, 
Um, and I was actually working part-time for a while. I used to dance at the night show in PCC. Mm-hmm. And so I was working there at night and going to school during the day. But in between my classes, I was going back and forth to the shack, yeah. Wow. And then I opened the shop at, uh, in La'ie Shopping Center, the bigger shop. And mm. I was doing the same thing. I was going to night show at night, school oh during the day, back and forth. But then COVID hit, you know, and, and all the stuff was online, which is perfect for me because then I could just do my classes after. So I, I would go to work during the day, do some of my classes, like, you know, in my free time, just, like, finish homework and stuff and, like, maybe hop on a Zoom, but right. just, like, keep working and just, like, have it in the background. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I would uh, go to night show at night. But, yeah, anyways, I quit night show a while back because I'm just trying to focus on my business. And mm-hmm. um, now that I'm a senior, I, I don't have a lot of credit, so it's a lot easier now. I just... Go to the work, go to shop, and then I just uh, block out a few hours to come back and forth to class. And class is close, you know, just right here, BYU, so like two minute drive. And yeah, so it's not too bad. No, it's not too bad at all. Um, lo- I'm lucky because I have a good wife who supports me, and that's kind of how I've been able to balance it because I have my wife to help me with a lot of things. And so I think if I didn't have her, it'd be a lot harder. But um, yeah, that's that's kind of just. A lot of prayer, mm-hmm. support from my wife, and hustle hustle mentality. Yeah. You got to have a hustle mentality, right. too. I think any entrepreneur has to have a hustle mentality to, to be successful. But, yeah. What does your wife do? I'm curious that uh, to help you and yeah. support you. Okay, so my wife, she's just she's just the best. She actually just graduated in June. She has her own small business, too. It's a jewelry company. Um it's called Shop Seuss. She actually does the farmer's market. And, uh, yeah, so you guys should oh, check it out. Shop it, yeah. Seuss, yeah. Um, no, yeah, so she, she's just always there for me. Just she's I'm always counseling with her. I'm always asking her, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And um, I'm always just, she's always just, you know, helping with all the little things and all the big things, too. She did a lot of the renovations with me. Like, we just renovated the place by ourselves, and she helped me with, like, all of it. Um, I remember one day, like, I literally decided it'd be cool to have a bunch of graffiti on the back wall and so I had a guy come in and do it but it turned out so ugly (laughs) and she literally came back with me that night to like repaint that whole wall for like five hours so that's just one of the many things that she's done for my business and my shop yeah she's just always there she's always there for me so um and she also puts up with my crazy life style (laughs) because like I said when you have a hustle mentality sometimes you're running around the place all over and She's been very patient with me running over the whole world, like running <laughs> running around this whole island to do stuff. Because we always go to town to get supplies and stuff. And sometimes I make her come with me to, like, other barbershops just to, like, check them out. Right. And she's been really great, always always there along with me. Yeah. Okay, well, shout out to your wife. Shout she's awesome. Shout out to my wife. Check out her <laughs> company, Shop Seuss. Awesome. How did you first get into cutting hair? Uh, let's see. I first started cutting in high school, just cutting my friend's hair, just because kind of I was tired of, like, paying money, so I was cutting my own hair, too. And also, I just thought it was really interesting. I thought, oh, this is cool. Like, I think that this is... Because I always went to, like, the cool barber shops and stuff, and I was like, man, these guys are cool. This is, like, a cool place. I want to learn how to cut hair. It's just, it just looked really cool. Mm-hmm. And so I learned how to cut, and I would just practice on friends. And then I went on my mission. I served in Los Angeles, cut a lot of hairs there. And then uh, I always had a, a dream to, like, open a shop in La'ie because 
when I was going to school at Kahuku High School, there was no places to get your haircut. So we, we always would drive down to town to mm-hmm. get our haircut. And so I was like, man, we need to open a shop out here. And so it was kind of just like a dream since that time to open here. And that's kind of what drove me to want to open a shop here. That's also kind of why I moved from Laie, uh, from Haula to Laie, because the goal was always to be in Laie. Right. I just started in Haula because that was the only place I could mm-hmm. start, you know, find to start. Right. But yeah. That's pretty cool. So you just taught yourself like with YouTube videos and then did you eventually Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like most barbers, yeah, they teach themselves with YouTube video and yeah, you get licensed. You either go to school or you do like an apprenticeship program and uh, I did an apprenticeship program so I just get the required hours and then I you have to take a state test. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was yeah, that was actually hard because I was balancing school and trying to get my business going and studying for the barber test and working at the night show and working at the night show oh and at the time i was prepping for my wedding too that was back in oh like 2019 that was a, honestly that was a that took more than a hustle mentality that took like miracles miracles, miracles. that, that oh was gosh. crazy crazy time but yeah life is a lot smoother now <laughs> yeah that was crazy Cause now you're married, <laughs> now you're licensed. Yeah, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not working. Everything's at you. yeah. The business <laughs> is going, and yeah, and I'm finally almost graduated. Just a couple more months, and I'm out of here. Yay! So yeah. Okay, and so what? What does the future look like after you graduate? What do you want to do with? Uh, well, I'm hoping I'm hoping to open up a few more locations in the future. Uh, there's a few other businesses that I'm looking to get into. Uh, I. I have I don't know like I just I love starting businesses I also love cutting hair that's great but I just like I like being a hustler that's the thing like I love I love grinding like I love the grind I love the hustle and so I'll probably uh, hopefully open a few other companies a few other businesses um, and yeah that's what the future holds for me but definitely okay. with the with the barbering specifically yeah I want to open a few more locations I want to I want to do one in Mililani next year. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I want to I want to partner with a few other barbers and open a cool. few other shops. Yeah, but yeah. So you're a businessman through and through. So <laughs> did, did the entrepreneurship program here help you? Definitely, definitely. The entrepreneurship program here is great. There's a lot of good entrepreneurs at BYU Hawaii, and there's a lot of good mentors at BYU Hawaii over in the HGB. Yeah, they really helped me get the ball rolling, and I still like every now and then go and talk to some of them just for advice and mm-hmm. just to counsel with them because they they're all very experienced and they all have a lot of good knowledge to share oh, and they're yeah. all so willing to like share and help in any way they can yeah love it how have they done that yeah oh well when i first started opening my business uh brother Tijin, he doesn't work here anymore but he he uh helped me kind of really get the ball rolling like when I was looking for a location and I was trying to figure out you know he really helped me just get started because I feel like the hardest part about starting a business is just just starting starting. right yeah you know like there's a lot of anxiety and a lot of like unknown that Mm -hmm. comes with starting a business and but if you have someone there to like hold your hand when you're starting it it's a lot easier because um you realize, oh, yeah, okay, it's not that hard. I just got to right. do this, this, and this, and mm-hmm. then we're good to go, you know? So he just kind of really helped me start it and get it going. 
And then, yeah, and then there's other professors here that I always just talk to here and there about marketing mm-hmm. questions or about, like, oh, what do you think about this? Or or just other businesses that I like to bounce off their heads and be like, hey, what do you think about this business idea? What do you think about that? Right. And they're really cool, too, because they all have a really big network, too. So, like, sometimes mm, they'll be yeah. like, what do you think about this business? And they're like, oh, here, here's my friend. He uh, he actually has a similar business. Here, I'll give you his contact, and you can talk to him. And so... Yeah, they're just great in that sense with uh, giving advice and also sharing their network. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is a huge thing for entrepreneurship. So yeah. do you think that the biggest thing that the professors in the HDB helped you with was just, like, giving you advice? Is that how they, like, were holding your hand and just showing yeah, you Yeah, I think go? so. Giving me advice and kind of pointing me in the right direction. Okay, you know, right. Pointing me. Like, when I first wanted to open my shop, I was like, okay, I'm just going to... And he's like, okay, where are you going to open? I was like, oh, I don't really know. He's like, well you know you can't just open like in the neighborhood right and i was like oh what he's like, he's like yeah you have to open on commercial property i was like oh what's commercial property <laughs> yeah, okay so, so yeah, just like so, basic so like, like just that. yeah there's yeah. little things like that that most people don't know mm-hmm. until they get told what it is right, right. so i was like oh what's commercial property and they like, oh here let me show you and he showed me this map that shows all the commercial property in hawaii and i was like oh Okay, so I have to open up on one of these areas, these commercial property areas. And he's like, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so just little stuff like just the logistics of things, getting that started and pointing me in the right direction and showing me how I can get started, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. And that, I think, is all I have time for right now. Okay. I got to head back. Okay, we're just going to do the fast did you want to yeah, just do the fast five? Yeah, I think this is like a legitimate, like we can end. Good, yeah. Okay, yeah. So do you, could we just do the fast five really fast? What do you have yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's okay. do it really quick. So, so these are just like little questions. Okay. So maybe like cut out this last minute of what we were saying. <laughs> do you want to start? Yeah, sure. Okay, so we need to know, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Oh, my favorite ice cream flavor. <laughs> Ah, oh, that's so hard. Depends on where the ice cream is from. <laughs> Dang. Okay. That's a good point. I won't say my favorite ice cream flavor, but my favorite thing to get from Angel's ice cream <laughs> is the cotton candy milkshake. Cotton candy milkshake. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like probably that. probably do it all the time because you're right there. No, you I don't. Right I used to, but then I started getting really fat, so I stopped. <laughs> I stopped. But I used to. <laughs> Maybe I'll treat myself today, though. Maybe. Ooh, yeah. You should. Since you've been on the podcast, you should reward yourself. Okay, next thing on the Fast Five, what is the first thing you do in the morning? Uh, let's see. First thing I do, uh, just take a shower. Okay. <laughs> Depends on the morning. Sometimes I go work out with my wife. Uh, we go work out at the gym over here. Sometimes I'll wake up and I check my stocks. <laughs> I, I'm, big, I'm a big investor into uh, stocks and... Uh, cryptocurrency so sometimes okay. I'll, I'll be checking all that and seeing what the market's looking like you are a textbook entrepreneur <laughs> person like you seriously are all over the place i love it i think it's awesome okay what was your childhood dream childhood dream i don't know to be an archaeologist to be really? an egyptologist to uh be like indiana, indiana jones, jones. okay to be like uh yeah just all those those type of things <laughs> Okay, and then what is the last book or movie you enjoyed? The last book or movie I enjoyed? The last movie I enjoyed? I really like the Marvel movies. I went to go see the the last one that just came out, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. That one was really good. It's just a Marvel Marvel yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was the, the last one that I really enjoyed, yeah. 
Cool. Finally, what's your unique talent? What's my unique talent? Like a weird skill you have. Weird skill? <laughs> I don't know. I like to do... I have a lot of hobbies. Maybe I'll just name a few. I like... I like... Um, I like surfing a little bit. I surf every once in a while. I like dancing, like, at the night show and stuff. That was really good fun. And just dancing in general. But... One of my hobbies that I really like, probably my, one of my favorite hobbies, is I'm really big into fire knife dancing. Ooh, so cool. that's that's kind of why I got or how I got started at PCC because I love fire knife dancing. So that's one of my other side businesses as well. I have a little Airbnb experience that people can book. But yeah, like uh, fire knife dancing, that's probably my my unique talent. Definitely unique. I think that's awesome. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming and joining us today. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. <laughs> okay, we'll see you next week. All right. Yeah.